am Exi. And I am Lini. Together, Together we, we bring you African Teapot Podcast. Journey with us through Africa's vast variety of culture and heritage to discuss how this affects families both home and abroad. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Welcome to another episode on African Teapot. And I hope you're excited, you're ready to listen. Fourth of July is coming up for those in the United States. Yeah, that means independence. We are celebrating independence. That means the barbecue and all the grills are coming up. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And we are also in July. That's mid-year. So this is a mid-year celebration on African Teapot. Yay! We survived, guys. We survived. And we hope you're closer to reaching your goals. Those New Year Resolutions. Goals. Yeah. This is halfway through 2022. If those goals are in action, I need you to dust them up, shake them up. Tie your boots. <laughs> and get marching. You and trust me, I'm talking to myself, too. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many things that we've achieved, actually, that was, you know, New Year Resolution. But we'll get into that. Some some other time, but like Lini said, hope you're all doing great, wonderful, and um, today is pretty special. Our topic for today is listeners' voice. And Yay! do you want to explain what that is, Lini? So listeners' voice, y'all are always sending us uh, messages, like DMs, things that make us giggle, things that hit us in the heart, things that just you know make us connect, stories y'all want to talk about, and sometimes it's hard to like have a complete episode dedicated to it but we felt like on listeners voice it could just be like we're having a tea party exactly it so it could just be like we're sipping and we're talking and edna is telling me i need to stop talking because i've been talking uh no keep on host <laughs> keep on going but today pretty much we are emptying our vaults we are trying to get some of these stories out some of these things in the back scene out right from mm. our emails so i think we'll go into our email jingle from here right Ooh. so we did choose two emails we want to share because it was talking a lot about parental relationships mm-hmm. and we thought we should talk about it so the first email is from kevin from congo hi kevin hi kevin Hope you're having a good time and uh, i know we already talked about this but today it airs right <laughs> anyways here goes his email sometimes i feel i don't know my mother she has always been a perfectionist and very controlling i brought her to the uk when my wife had a baby and my home has never been the same she comes from love but constantly criticizes everything we do and tells us we did not get it right because we did not ask her in the first place. My wife and I are always in a fight. We have changed a lot to accommodate her being our mother. And now I want her to leave without making things worse. What do you guys think? Wow. Um, (laughs) Okay, first of all, Kevin, I'm so sorry. There's no way to tell your African mom to leave without hurting her feelings. And without it being problematic. It's, and for people who are not from like the African culture, I know probably in some other cultures, it's easy to be like, hey mom, we need space. Uh-huh. You tell your African <laughs> mom that you need space. 
Jan, excuse you. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, um, let me take this. Kevin, darling, I know this is a really difficult and tough position to be in. You love your mom, you love your wife, and you definitely love your newborn baby. And I know I already exchanged emails with you. He even went further to say she controlled everything and they had to change even the church they were attending because the church wasn't... What she wanted? Yes. They tried though. So it's a lot of bending over, but I think you need to tell her, mom, you, sorry, but with what, with everything that is going, I don't want us to fight. I don't want us to have problems. And I think you, you, should, you can go back while we take care of other things and then you come back again. I'm telling you, you have... It can't be like, go um, and never come um, back. I'm just saying, you do have to... Because I believe you, now you have... Like like it says, you leave your family and you create a new one. You do have a new family and you do have to figure out what works for your wife and your kid. Cause but in, he's figured that out, though. I know, but... I'm, he's okay, telling the mom. This is... I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Kevin. I'm not talking to you, XC. <laughs> okay, so, sorry. So, I'm telling Kevin... I'm just trying to make him understand... There's no way you would say that and not feel some kind of remorse or feel bad after. It's, of course, of it's, course. She's your mom. It, you're going to feel that way. And there's no way to say it without her feeling like she's being sent away. What I was trying to say is, he, unfortunately, he needs to put this kid and his wife, like, it's almost like they're, they're falling apart, right? Right. Okay. So he has to tell his mom, like, hey... You need to go back while we put things in order here. And then you come back when things are in a much better position and in a much better place. You have to tell her that. Because when they visit home, it's still going to be with the same, you know, she, so you have to make her understand things are not okay. She's your mom and you want, let her give you a chance to do this right. But talk to her without having your wife sitting there at the time. Talk to her. I feel like you no know, when you say leave and come back that's true but sometimes but when she comes back the first week makes a difference how you set the tone the first week makes a difference hey i want also go to so-so in this church no mom we figure out this is what works for us but if she says i just go to so-so and so church okay mm-hmm. but i'm sorry right sorry guys I talk fast and sometimes Edna has to tell me <laughs> slow down so i am slow no down. especially when she's like She's gotten into the story <laughs> and you're feeling like this is more. And here you have things when we, this is like, a, sometimes when we say toxic mothers, people think we mean like heavy handed, wicked, especially Africans, like a wicked mom. No, toxicity doesn't necessarily mean Tox- it's coming from wickedness or something. from love. Too much love, actually. Yeah. And to the point that it's controlling and it's choking. It's like you're lost in it. That's what toxicity means. Because when you speak to a lot of Africans, you're thinking... You need like a uh, patience or mama G kind of mother-in-law or mother for it to be toxic. No, you, there is toxicity where that person is loving, but they are choking you. So sometimes explaining it to somebody else, they are like, well, but your mom is great. Your mom is the best. It's everything, which is true. It's not that she's bad. She's just toxic. Too much of something just makes it toxic. That's just what, what it is. You need space. You need your own space. And maybe she's been living with you for so long. You need a break. You just need her to go. That's what it is. You just need a break from your mother. No, I, I do feel bad though. Why don't you just say you need her to go? 
That does sound bad. <laughs> it does. And when he speaks in his emails, you can tell it's 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 a really tough position to be. But it's going to be okay, Kevin. And if she loves you, it's going to be awkward for a bit, but it's going to get better. Just I, just have the grandkids call her and things like it's going to be better. It's hard to get it up for mom though. You can't. Moms it, it, and, it's African ones. Ugh. I'm just saying they love Ooh. you. They love you so much. She's going to forgive you even if it hurts. She will. And just know you would have to beg. Even if oh. you're right. When when you try, you know, you're still going to be the one to grovel. Oh. It just, yeah. But Kevin, I hope it works out. Let us know how it went. Yes. And our heart goes out to you. Just let us know. All right. So now we are going to move to Uganda. We have uh, an email from Sharon. And she says, my dad has a talent. And it is in making babies. Are you? <laughs> he spent his time traveling and womanizing. I have 14 siblings that I know of from six women. My mom had just me and my sister. Now he calls us asking us to financially support him and some of his grown kids who are constantly in trouble. He keeps saying blood is thicker than water, which is nuts. He has never apologized for the neglect but rather expects us to be happy he suddenly wants to connect. What a movie I have as a family. <laughs> and that's an email. So, there's just two of them. Yes. Please, do you know the part that stunned me? Mm-mm. And I quote, that I know of. Yeah, it probably means that there's a lot more. It means those are probably the 14 that Please, he's accepted. Could this man, okay, is he legally, I know I'm going into a lot of things and I don't know, but is he legally a polygamist? That's a good question, actually. Like, is it, because, no, but from her emails, it didn't seem I like know, that's, that's what I'm why. saying. I'm just like, because I, you know, I'll, <sighs> even if it is, even if it is, she would have said, um, from six, like she said, six women. I don't think if you're from a polygamous home coming from Africa, you would say that. Sometimes right? childhood trauma travels. If we're not from the same mom, it's not a polygamous family where we know we are co-parents, we're one big family, and you'd need me to keep helping out a sibling I probably haven't seen in 10 years. That's a stranger. Blood isn't thicker than water. At exactly. this point, they're water. They're not blood. I... No, that's facts. You're right. I'm just saying. It, that's not blood. Because sometimes, in as much as blood is thicker than water, you need to connect with blood for that bond to be activated. Well, that's how I think, anyways. I know. Sorry, I'm, it's, I'm like... It's mind-silencing. Like like, mind really? like. I'm sorry. Then you want to come back and you want to reconnect. This blood you're preaching about that's thicker than water, was it thick when you were cheating? Oh no! Good question. It, is, it isn't blood. It was water. They're not related to him. The women. Oh yeah. And I like the way she says. She's like, "What a movie I have as a family." It sounds like those Nigerian movies, actually. It does. It does. <laughs> like people leave these movies we watch and laugh, guys. People is leave he these taking movies. care of the children, or is he getting children to take care of children? Exactly. We we can all see he wants kids to take care of kids. And probably these kids you had no hand in raising. Sometimes That's what the email says. Kids, some kids that you may not like are not 
you're not legally like from wives that are married but you bring them up close together they feel you can't even tell the difference but it doesn't sound like you brought them up together but expect them out of a sudden to start hanging out like one big family of like 16 people guys i have a solution to such fathers and husbands just get a vasectomy so you can stop fathering these children that you can't take care of i feel like that's a conversation for a whole nother topic yeah like i mean the guys won't like it but do it because you're doing nothing active to stop your stop yourself from but having you know, kids some people want to have children that they can't take care of but they don't care yeah and it becomes the problem of older siblings relatives or the state right which like we said it's another topic but here sharon do what's best for you um i think when people you try to find peace in your life and if your life tells you to keep your dad out right mm-hmm. then i mean that's what it is that means that's where you find your peace as long as you resolve the issue and that you see this issue of neglect and abandonment as long as you've dealt with it you don't have you you're not let you're not letting it pile and then it's you know it's it's having mm-hmm. ripple effects in your life because if you don't take care of it mentally you know psychologically you don't take care of it and then that becomes another problem that's true and those are effects of these toxic parents sometimes the cycle continues and sometimes even our parents were also victim victims of like toxic households or you know what i mean like just situations that are just unorthodox and so they don't know any better i know that's not an excuse but i'm just saying you have generational you know trauma and sometimes you who identifies it unfortunately you have to do the work right so if you're doing the work by cutting them out because they're still that toxic good for you because you have to protect yourself and your family but if they are giving room that they want to be better then you go ahead and do but in this case it seems your dad is just trying to just be like i'm the dad and i deserve <laughs> financial help right yeah like there's a difference with it with some uh sperm donor and the father yes there's a difference between I mean, father you know, and dad I, I feel like if we keep going we'll get into another topic yeah. <laughs> all right guys sharon so thank you from uganda for reaching out and sharing us that email thank you so much girl but shout out to all the moms and dads who come through who are supportive who are there who keep the bond of family we appreciate yes. you guys. Yeah, and this was just a quick touch up on those um, things that we consider toxic. Sometimes it's not being as evil as, you know, Mama G, but sometimes it's just being very controlling or not recognizing how what you do or say affects your children, right? And that's it. We love you, Mom and Dad. Don't don't get us wrong. And we appreciate the sacrifices, especially African parents for Thank us you out make here. For us. Exactly. Okay, so now that we've rounded that up, let's go to the next segment. (laughs) All right. Okay, so guys, one thing and questions we've gotten over time is do we get, uh, what what can we use? Do we get interesting conversations from the opposite sex? Sliding in the DMs. Sliding in the DMs. So that's what this segment is. And so uh, we chose two, you know, DMs that we're going to share. We are not going to call names before these guys are choking. We are not going to call names. But we're going to, I'm going to try to read um, the conversation, portions of the conversation, right? So there are two. So the very first 
conversation. This is on Instagram. And I got uh, a message. And the message started as, Hey, pretty. You are such a fun... You are such fun listening to. And your name, Lini, makes it even special. Oh, wow. Thank you. (laughs) Then, that was me replying, guys. That day, I was the one (laughs) handling the account on that day. So, I replied. Thank you very much. But... It's not just Lini running this account. And then he replies, what? With two exclamation, two question signs. Isn't this sexy Lini from African Teapot? Excuse you, Oga. <laughs> you can see me from the podcast. <laughs> oh, wait. And then I reply, not exactly. This is African Teapot, but this is the co-host. And then he says, this is sexy Lini, as the intro says, and I want to treat you right. Hey. And then I went, well, this is Exy, and Lini is my sister, as the intro says. We are a duo, and I wrote in brackets, host. And then he went further to say, my bad, you're pretty too. <laughs> Excuse you? Yes. And I just decided to end it there, guys. Wait, but so he, 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 saying, he didn't reply. Yeah. Is he saying that to make the situation awkward or to help you feel uh, like you're pretty too? I'm kind of confused. I wondered. And I almost wanted to ask him, if you have we met in real life? I mean, okay. Maybe he saw the pictures. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's true. But two, three but pictures? But he sounded like he didn't know we are two people. Like, even when I said co-host, he said... So, you know, when we, in the intro, we say, this is Exy and this is Lini. He thought, he thought in the intro, you were saying, this is sexy Lini. That's what it, yeah, listen. Wait, so this person that I introduced myself. That's why he said Lini. in the intro. That's why he said in the intro. So he thought he said, hey, welcome to African Teapot. This is sexy Lini. Instead of Exy and then Lini. He heard sexy. That's why I repeated. This is Exy and Lini is my sister. Wow. Okay. Now I can. Okay. Okay. I now you get I it. I need to apologize to this person or we need to redo the intro. The intro says, hi, this is Exy and, and Lini. Exy is quote unquote Edna, my you, sister, and Lini is me. So yep. two people, different people. <laughs> and actually, I just think he hasn't listened to the podcast. That's what I thought too. Because I'm like, it's obvious there are two people speaking. He looked at the pictures and the quotes and the probably like an Instagram follower more than a teapot listener. True. Because in the intro, we, we say, this is XZ. And then you say, this is Lini. And together, we host African teapot. That's what we say in the intro if you listen to the podcast. That isn't one voice. But anyways, thank you, Oga, <laughs> for saying I'm pretty too. I mean, let's give the guys chops. I mean, for I saying appreciate I'm pretty too. the compliment. Been a while since someone called me special. I've been a while since, since someone hit on both of us at the same time. Oh, God. That's an episode for another day. <laughs> anyways, um, now we move to the second sliding DM, right? Mm-hmm. So this one, the guy texts, um, hey, Exy. Can you host me in Texas for a weekend? For the podcast? Exactly. I didn't know. So I said, well, I can share some recommendations. Yes. He goes, I mean, in your place, sweet girl. Girl? First of (laughs) all, excuse you. Let me pause this. I know I didn't pause the other one. But excuse you. Isn't it creepy when you say girl? (laughs) 
woman, la- lady, I mean, guys. This is not the word of PE, and you know the other thing I'm trying to say at the end. Exactly, girl. Continue. Sorry. Exactly. And then I went ahead and said, "I don't have a place." Then he replied, "You mean a big, beautiful girl doesn't has a doesn't have a place for me?" So big girl. She's big, but she's a girl. And she's a girl, but she's big. <laughs> Sorry, and then I went, exactly, sweet boy. Oh, Edna. <laughs> but we can talk about the podcast. And then he just jumped right in. He said, so how did you come up with the last topic? He just jumped right in talking about I the podcast. I think he realized that line of, <laughs> of interest wasn't going to yield fruit. But you know what? I appreciate the bounce back. I appreciate you just realizing this is not going to work. I'm bouncing back. I mean, that takes talent. Because yeah. someone like me, mm. I'll chicken out. I'll stop. Like <laughs> like I'm the gone. first guy. The yeah. first guy just stopped. The first guy stopped. But like, I think the second guy is, how do they call them? Smooth players. He, he yeah. He's smooth. The first I'm one. Impressed. The first one is Alahaji. Kind of. Sorry. But I just that just came out. Yeah. No offense. To allergies. I know. Please, she said it. Exy, Exy said it. <laughs> okay, guys. So we thought we should share those two um, sliding DMs into the DMs. Exactly. So now we are. Please, going... y'all. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer. We did not say don't send us DMs. Oh, please. Yeah, very interesting. Quite flattering, actually. Yeah, like and again, everyone wants to be complimented. We accept DMs. Sometimes we appreciate. The compliments, we appreciate the feedback, we appreciate the criticisms, we appreciate everything. Right. So this is not saying don't send us DMs. We appreciate the DMs, actually. Yeah, this is just to say that these ones were funny. Yeah. We just brought them out for fun, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why we didn't bring out everything. These are not the only DMs we've had thanking us or saying we're doing an amazing yeah. job. And, and we're like saying that. thank you to all the people who thank us. Thank you for all the criticisms because that's what we grow from. That's how we know how to do better. So thank you for everyone who takes our time to send a message because sending a message is time and it's investment. So thank you. All righty. So now we're going to close that segment of sliding in the DMs. So Lini, we are going to move to the next one. Jump rolls. Uh, hand claps. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hand clubs, guys. So we're going to move into the top stories around the African web recommended by you guys. So what the listeners told us to talk about or want our opinions on, right? Mm-hmm. We chose a couple of them just because we're trying to keep this a little re- under reasonable time. We can't be here for hours. So the very first story, right, Lini, is going to be from Cameroon. And I stumbled on this, actually, when um, I stumbled on this uh, when I was just researching on the, uh, Instagram. I saw something and I decided that let me read it and see what it's all about. So pretty much this is about uh, a statue that was taken from Cameroon and uh, it's being returned. And it's such a big deal that we... Um, Cameroon, we just had to talk about it and I saw people, you know, having a big conversation about it. Did the gods chase them? I don't know. So it said, so Germany has agreed to return a sacred statue stolen from Cameroon at the beginning of the last century. They stole it? 
Yeah. Who stole it? The Germans. It? <laughs> okay, you know what? Sorry, this is not a personal attack. The Germans stole it? Who the Germans stole it? <laughs> like, how do you <laughs> steal a sacred... So some of these things don't sound like they were stolen. They sound like they were taken. I don't know. There's a difference between stealing and taking. You guys know that, right? Yeah, and this is this was after more than 120 years. Now we finally actually get back the statue. So who decided to give it back? Um, I think it was the Prussian Cultural, the Prussian uh, Cultural Heritage Foundation, which manages the museums in the capital of Berlin. Uh, it said it will return the female figure known as Gonzo. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, Gonzo to the Nso community in northwest Cameroon. So they are going to return that. And um, the, the statue was actually taken by a colonial officer and donated to the Berlin um, uh, Ethnological Museum in you 1903. Do, you donate a stone item. Yep. They said he took his soldiers and he stomped, you know, that region back then and they grabbed him. You know how it was. Mm. Oh, and do you now see why I said, was it taken or was it stolen? It was taken. It wasn't stolen. True. And so th- this is not, this is not only going to happen in Cameroon. I think uh, Benin Brosins to Nigeria was, is also going to be returned at some point. Namibia, you know, um, there were a trans, uh, Tanzania, there are a lot of countries that, um, this foundation, you know, they've decided to return a lot of their artifacts that they took. Well, um, I know I'm always here with a commentary, but at the same time, thank you for whoever brought up the returning. Thank you for giving us a part of our culture back. And we're glad we've gotten to the point where people realize Africa is not just a place to grab, take, possess. Right. There's ownership, like ask, and if it's a no, it's a no. Yeah, if it's not, it's not for sale. It's not for sale. Cause, Period. And you are yeah. a thief for taking in the first I'm place. Like, was stolen, I'm like, there no. is this polite word, like it was taken. No, because it's not like in times no. of war you when captured I somewhere say, and took it stuff. No, you invaded people. When I said taken, I said taken because to me, when I said taken, I meant like authoritatively taking something no i get you yours. i mean for them when they're saying it like, oh we too i'm like no you stole stuff that's stealing you just went into somebody you threat you bullied people with your weapons and you took it because you guys were not in a war was this smilingly handed to them no maybe these guys didn't even figure it was taken until you had left they realized you were a, a thief so i'm just realizing <laughs> i'm just thinking after all these years it finally dawned on you it was wrong because it's been an ongoing thing. And Germany is known for that. I mean, they took a lot. Even during the, when they talk about the Nazis. Because when you talk about Germany, people just think of only the Nazis, you know, Hitler and all of that. But if you look into history, they did all their territories. The, it was pretty much very harsh under German rule mm-hmm. when you're looking at colonial powers. Not like being colonized is good anyways, but, you know, just looking across right so well that was a topic i stumbled on and i thought i should share so that came from me (laughs) this next story is from kenya and for this one i thought we should bring in not an expert but someone who is familiar with the story and is from kenya herself so let's go ahead and see if we can get her on the line hi winnie Hey, Afri- hey, African teapot from. 
Yeah. Welcome our correspondent from East Africa, Kenya, to be precise. Yeah, yeah. So you bring us some gist and news? Yes, ma'am. Okay, girl, hit us. <laughs> so pretty much uh, when we were looking at news, or earlier when I was speaking to you, you were talking about um, a new presidential candidate that's yes. running for re-election or oh, not re-election I think it's new why does she laugh when you say because <laughs> the guy is weird <laughs> okay do you want to tell us what some of his uh, how we call it campaign policies are or what, so, what he's running on yeah so to, so he's running out of this Rastafarian uh, you know party and he's first, talking about first of all who is this what's um, his name true yeah what jackio if i'm i'm sorry if i'm butchering the name <laughs> what that's god. his name mm-hmm. okay george wajako or something yeah, like what yeah so okay. and he's the presidential candidate right yes uh-huh so pretty much he wants to uh legalize what we call here weed but the one that he wants to legalize we call it bangi and that's like the real authentic ganja if you smoke weed you probably know what i'm talking about <laughs> oh so for us if you smoke ibo <laughs> <laughs> or as we call it ganja some people say right yes so yes he wants to legalize that and then he also wants to like uh you know like grow anti-venom like kenyans to grow snakes and then especially from the central africa we call it nyeri so to he wants the snake yes so he wants the nyeri so they grow snakes for the anti-venom, right? Oh. So from that anti-venom, they'll get money, right? So he's like, there's no need why Kenya should be, uh, you know, relying on foreigners. So he's like, if we grow this, because we are known for coffee and tea, right? So right. he's like, yeah, if I get this, then that's about $6,300. If I do right. it into Kenya shilling, that's about 600, $600,300 Kenya shilling. That's a lot of money. It's just oh. for somebody. Yeah, it's a lot Please, of money. That makes sense, though. Like, if you have something, why not use it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that does make sense. The one about the... Sorry, because I wouldn't keep remembering the Kenyan, but the one about the Igbo. <laughs> the, the weed? Yeah, he's like, if the foreigners have legalized it, why can Kenya not do it? You know, because it's like, we, we buy it from the foreigners, so why not? You know, we can use it, and then they can ma- make money out of it, too. I was like, this guy is onto something, man. Mm-hmm. Are you not sure this man wants to do a little? <laughs> Wait, what question? No, I have a question. Still. <laughs> yes. Like, uh-huh. So, does he have? Is there? Is this? Will, it, will this be like controlled substance? Like, is there? A, is it for medical uses? You or know, H, like, or yeah. Or is there an age he limit? He didn't specify per se. He just wants. He's okay. He's coming under the like agricultural sector of Kenya because you know we are known for coffee and tea right so mm-hmm. he's like why Kenya... yeah so tea. he's like besides coffee and tea let's grow snakes to sell the anti-venom and then also sense. let's grow weed and sell weed and make money and then he's like when you get that money you'll be paid every two weeks or something like I was like dude okay. wow I mean he has an entrepreneur man but but the uh the weed part i don't know because we saw this video or i saw this um where um i think that's just regular people were sharing this video of this little girl 
mm-hmm. in Kenya that was smoking weed and they were tr- kind of like using it to push that that's what he's saying. And yeah, because first- remember before, uh, which I don't shisha and uh, and weed is not the same thing, but they banned shisha in Kenya, but there are some places that still do shisha, right? So right. to him, so according sure. to his reasoning, it's like if foreign countries are legalizing it, then why can Kenya not do that? you see so to him is more of like a job kind of opportunity yeah but he's not putting restrictions like on age but no you know he's, that that's have... now that's the problem but you know one thing i have yeah. to say i mean it's almost but on the other side you're also putting words in this guy's mouth because it's not like he's come out to say i've legalized it and there are no restrictions he hasn't even passed the law yet so we don't per se know how he's going to pass the law? Yeah, Maybe he's just saying no. Limit. He's just saying when he becomes the president, those are the things he's going to yeah, do. Yeah, but when you're running, that's the thing with African politics. When you're running for an office, if you are saying something, you tell people how you intend mm-hmm. right. to do it. Mm-hmm. Because you just don't say it, and then people then you would have pictures like that four-year-old who was smoking going mm-hmm. around. Yeah, saying that that's kind of what he's saying. Which I don't. I think don't that's think bad. it's for like the young, probably who not sure, you know just allegedly but i'm thinking maybe he's going to find ways like when he says legalize it it's like you know how africa they're strict on certain drugs you know so yeah. it's not like i know weed is bad i'm like yeah we sell alcohol but he's like okay why no weed you know let's make money i mean you have a good time but then also you're making money that's his you know that's, I okay. think that's his thought process. Because I saw he also had this one, which I like, but I mm-hmm. think it's a bit stretch. He was saying that he would do maternity leave in Kenya for a year. That hey. we need to have one yeah, year. We will have in one year. Exactly. And I told, and I thought I should ask Winnie, and I was like, I think you guys already have a policy of like what? Is it six months or something like that, right? Yeah, or less. But it's not. Uh, it's not up to a year. Yeah. So he was saying year. Canada does it. Why can't they do it? And I and I'm thinking, in Africa where there there are people are looking for jobs, I'm pretty sure if you leave your job for a year mm-hmm. to nurse nurse a kid, you won't find that job if you come back. I mean, unless it's under the law where they can't fire you, you have to come back to that job. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if I'm on leave, you can't fire me. True. Right. I, yeah. Well, I mean, no, the, one, the one that I like is the one that he bad. said people work for four days and then you're off three days. I said, oh, hallelujah. Amen. I like that. <laughs> I wish we could incorporate that here. I said, woo-wee. Okay. All right, Winnie, we thought since you're the expert, being Kenyan and all, um, you would shed the light on that story. But actually, you know, on Facebook, actually, people are actually rooting for him anyways. I was looking at Facebook. He's popular. Mm-hmm. Yes, some people are for him. Some people are like, "Oh no, you're gonna make our kids start being, you know, like into the wild things." Some people are like, "Shut!" Like, no Typical. offense to the Christians, They're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. blah 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 blah, you're gonna ruin our kids, blah blah blah, into these worldly things and satanic and demonic you know stuff." Win, mm-hmm. You know what he'll win? Sorry, he's got the worldly Igbo people on his side. <laughs> he's got them. He's got the mothers on his side. He's got right. The, he's got the farmers on his side. He's got. He he is hitting key people that you don't realize. Maybe are not the typical people who go out to vote, but he is getting them to vote for. Well, him. I would say yes, but let's just hope being Africa's third world country and democracy. Right. Let, mm-hmm. Let's see how far he goes, but oh. we'll keep an eye on it. This is a hmm All right, Winnie. Thank you for calling us and shedding the light on that story. All right. Bye bye. Yes. Let's see how it works. Now.
So now we are going to move um, to uh, the next story. And this is going to be from Cameroon again. And this story was sent in by Fidelis. Fidelis, thank you so much for sending in the story. And this story pretty much is, or what the headlines is, Cameroonian takes champagne to corruption hearing. So Cameroon's former uh, defense minister cost uh, quite a stir in the court in the capital of Yaoundé after arriving to, the, to face corruption charges with a glass of champagne in hand. Edgar Allen Mepe Mbo, if I'm saying that right, was charged in 2019 with diverting public funds and corruption. He denied the charges and was being held at a Kondenge prison as the trial continued. <laughs> I, 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 I doubt that, but anyways... But at the special criminal court last week, photos published by a local outlet, uh, Actu Cameroon showed him looking clean-shaven and well-groomed. Exactly. In a double-breasted great suit. Maybe he was taken out of jail and clean and shaved before he walked in for the hearing, Yeah, privileges of the minister, right? Because the other prisoners, you come in there with the the prison attire and attend whatever you're attending. It's not like you you were out on bail. right. Where did he get the champagne from, and who let someone walk into a courtroom with a champagne flute? He's just trying to say, yeah, he, you know, he's not affected. Right. Yep. We are going to post all these pictures, you know, on Instagram for these stories, the ones that we have. How? We are going to post it. How has our politics fallen so? And how do our criminals have no shame? Like, pretend. That's all we're asking you for. Like, pretend. Act like it matters. Yeah. We know it doesn't, but act it out just so a part of my heart is exactly. like, oh, he regretted it. Oh, no, he didn't. But, you know. That's why immediately they said he was in Conding. I'm like, I doubt that. <laughs> I mean, we all do. I doubt it. Anyways. Thank you, Fidelis, for bringing that to our attention. So I thought that was good. Still, I'm flawed. <laughs> <laughs> that he showed up with the champagne and he drank it. Because after him it was empty. <laughs> Maybe he still you, has entourage. And these police officers just asking to get stabbed with the broken champagne <laughs> food. Like, am I the only one who's worried? They don't care, guys. That's the level to which the corruption is. They don't oh care. Oh my god. <sighs> I feel like this is just a whole episode. We just need to do an episode for Africa politics corruption and he was sacked from the government while serving as a transport minister in 2018 after being tri- uh, tipped as a successor to longtime president paul bia mm? so he was tipped to be a success so wait this guy was being groomed to be the next president of cameroon and excuse me I jesus thought it's christ democracy it's not it's not like is it aristocracy, right? Is, is, is that the one where it's just like from one person to the other without actually voting? What is that monarchy? Monarchy, yes. Yeah. Thank you. I say aristocracy. Ah, guys, what? you guys didn't hear that too. <laughs> the monarchy even moves around families. This one, like what? And they said the charges are related, his charges are related to awarding of military contracts, including one to a company linked to his wife between 2000 and 2015. Oh my God another thief with a I champagne mean, flute 
if I'm gonna be what? if I'm gonna be minister, my entire family might as well get rich off of it. That's literally what the political system. Lily, is. look at the look at him. Look at the picture. Look, he looks better than even the judge. I'm so gonna post this thing on Instagram. This is nuts. Alrighty. Okay. Okay. All right. We're just in hour for that. But uh, next story is uh, coming from Ghana, right? So, um, uh, sorry, give me a second. Let me get that. This is coming from Kofi in Ghana. He sent this, um, the other day, actually, I think last week or so he sent this. I'm pretty much, um, he was talking about the residents of, permit me if I'm saying the names, right? The residents of Kubori, uh, Yirangu and Lunsi the protests against police brutality and armed robbery. So the residents of this area on Wednesday, June 22nd, so this happened pretty recently, took to the principal streets of Kuburi to register their displeasure on what they described as police brutality and incessant armed robbery attacks in this area. This is in the Northeast region, Canada. So the protests of the residents come at the back of a robbery incident that occurred in May 22nd of this year, where four gunmen invaded a fuel station and bolted with about 15,000 Ghana cities worth of gas, I guess, of petrol, as we'd say, and mobile phones. The residents went after the robbers and apprehended one of them while his three accomplices escaped. Um, The apprehended robber was beaten up by the residents in which police were called to the scene but could not rescue him. The robber who the robber who the residents alleged was from the Fulani extraction died a few hours later after the police had visited the scene. At the time he was still alive but only went away with his bag and a shirt. That part is quite confusing to me. But according to the residents, the body of the robber was about to be decomposed after it was left at the mercy of the weather for close to 24 hours without the police claiming it. The body was later buried by the residents. In the early hours of Saturday, the armed police and military raided the two communities and about 10 vehicles and arrested 25 residents, including minors, and severely beat some of the residents who were hospitalized following the killing of the apprehended armed robbers. 20 of the arrestees were later released, and including an eight, and then um, the rest remain in custody, including an 18-year-old. Um, and so pretty much they, are, they stormed to the streets saying that they want um, the police to release those guys that were arrested. There are other sides to the story. I personally don't support the whole in wet for people who don't know it's pretty much called jungle justice. Jungle justice is when this failure of like an organized police force handing out justice and the local people decide to hand out justice, which is usually harsh. There's burning of people, beating people to death, hands are cut, body parts, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm I'm coming from the point where Y'all want people released because you guys are claiming police brutality, but you guys did mob brutality. Exactly. 
it's the same thing being done. I'm not supporting the police. Like, come on now, you guys can't go repeat the same act. Probably because, and you know what's the problem? If you go back into that community and ask the people who beat up that guy, no one is going to point out someone. So they are forced to want to set an example and bungle up almost everyone they, they just find. Exactly. And then beating them too. I don't support the police beating the people. but it's Including a, minors. But it's a vicious cycle. If you, the community, can beat and kill someone who's the, one, of, one of y'all, the police... Is beating and killing on you guys. Like, it's almost like exactly. y'all are just handing back and forth the same thing. Because when I heard this, the first thing that came to my mind was why are we as a community, we've gotten to the point where civilians need to do police work? Because the police, because are, the failing police are failing us. So they, they, they are not cracking down on these things. Sometimes you even go report it to them. They don't care. They would arrest these guys, and these guys would give them, you know, a little. Blah, blah blah blah, and they will let them out the next day. So you have people trying to, you know, do something to to be safe. Because if we don't set an example, then this is going to keep happening. Because they are hurt from the robberies that have been going. It seems there's a, the robbery issues, and now they are angry. So they just caught this guy, and and then this is one thing with the police. How can the police come there? And they left the guy. They, they didn't succeed taking the guy from the mob. <laughs> they left the guy. Then he died. The police didn't come back to claim the body. And then the civilians buried him. It almost and then you come back like, to arrest the civilians. It almost sounds like Loki, the cops are scared. It's like something is, something is not quite right. And probably picked up all the innocent people. I'm pretty sure these guys who were arrested, <laughs> they have nothing to do with this dead because the Robert. ones y'all were afraid of, who y'all saw and ran away, y'all want to tell me y'all went back and picked them up if you were scared of them in the first place? You would like, go back and pick them up? Like, what made you bolder? Police, stop chickening. Do your job. And people as a community, the what, police what, are right? failing us, but I feel like we're, it, it needs to be fixed on so many levels, but you beating on people and then complaining of police brutality when you're handing out brutality yourself. is <laughs> double standards. Like, listen to yourself. That's double standards. Like, what? Where, where do you sit and say, well, this kind of robbery is worth killing and this kind of crime is not worth killing as a mob? Because a mob means anybody who is around the area at the time. It's not like you have specific people to call in the community to come and do it. That means if you're caught stealing here, even though that's why you have both minors so to adults. Even, so even someone who's having a bad day, and just sees jungle justice picks up a stone and, and kills kill someone. someone. Someone who is who is having their own issues. Someone who's a murderer or anything takes advantage. It's a at mess. At that point. It's a because mess. Because y'all have given the leeway. And the police too. Why would you come in, chicken, and then come back to arrest people? You're asking for trouble. If you can't do it in the first place. You fail at your job. Failing, well, hell. Because your job to is to enforce law and order. That's your job. While civilians, if they are paying their taxes and that's what you're supposed to do, civilians shouldn't be doing your job in the first place. And civilians, we, it's high time we start taking serious, taking people's lives. When you kill somebody, you should be held accountable. Explain what happened. You should be You can't just kill someone and bury them. And then you think people don't need answers. Right? Because that person belonged to a family. The family didn't rob you. So they want to know what happened to their son, their dad, you know what I mean, their father. Like, they want to know what happened. 
You can't just kill and bury people and think nobody would ask. Let's, let's be reasonable. Criminals are human beings too. People want to know. I want to know what jail might, yeah, you know, you can't probably just... Probably that be... And the family who might even find him will be afraid to claim the body because the jungle justice might turn on them too. Exactly. Because civilians have wrong. nothing to Someone do with... Someone just laying there. You know what? What's the next story? The next story, I think I'll let you do this oh, one. Oh, y'all. Funny slash not funny slash related to jungle justice slash I was just stunned. I think I found it. It was on Instagram on one of these two, three, seven pages that is dedicated to Cameroon stories and things happening. So it was from Cameroon. This guy apparently was had his hand chopped off for stealing a pair. Oh, for allegedly trying. Not he didn't he didn't steal though. You don't understand me. For allegedly trying to steal a not bag, not bucket, not bowl, a pair. So this is the guy's story. <laughs> the guy said so apparently his story was he was going through that farm to go pick firewood somewhere else, but took shot in Cameroon that means I took a shotgun instead of taking the long way I took stop laughing <laughs> I took the back road right like a shorter Sorry. way I knew I'll get there and then the owner of this pair probably like I said another angry man who having a bad day probably has been having his pair stolen for years months saw him I was like my pair, my pair, you're stealing my pair. And he's trying to be like, no, I wasn't. So while they're in this dispute oh. of, no, you stole my pair. This man picked a um, machete and chopped off this man's hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what I said. We are giving murderers opportunity to do things. How do you cut off someone's have a pair? How about if you say a pair? Let's say the pair is big as whatever. How much? 500? Like, come on, guys. This man was sitting with gossip wrapped around his arm for the rest of his <laughs> life for a pair. <laughs> which he still claims he wasn't trying to steal. Listen, I'm not supporting stealing, but I will feel better for this man if in the bottom of his heart he actually tried to steal this pair. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having the laugh attack. You need to understand. People, in- listen, guys. Africa, I don't know if non-Africans will understand this, but when you have a tree that grows <laughs> and, you know, a tree will kind of grow sometimes. Even here it happens, cross your fence or something and you have the fruits falling there. Do you go outside and you hold people who pass and pick like a pear or an apple, like, you know, randomly falling off? It's not like they came into your yard and tried stealing it. You know, your, your, your tree has grown and the branches are hanging all over the place. Listen. And this <laughs> wait. He picked it up. Hadn't, that, he hadn't even... It's not Anna, like he tried eating it. Anna, they said... Okay, that, and the story didn't say the man was holding the pair. It just said he was passing <laughs> in that <laughs> That is why Poor I... Guy. That is why I said... I okay, believe he's innocent. I believe is, he is. This is... Okay, sorry. I apologize. This is not funny, guys. You get to it's understand... It's not funny. I'm just laughing from... Like, we came from mob justice, right? talking about that guy poor guy dying and the police not claiming the body and you know people strangers buried him and now people are like well uh you know he was a thief blah blah blah, blah. i'm like he was a person you can't just bury someone at the same time 
why didn't you do your job, right? So I'm looking at it, I'm looking at this guy. And then when you said, <laughs> these are murderers, I'm like, yeah, this is probably someone who just looking for a day to use his machete. Yo, do and you know what it takes to cut off a human A arm? human hand? Do you know what it even takes to cut off an animal's hand? Like, excuse you. This is brutal. This guy needs to be arrested. This is, I'm sorry, this is assault and this is attempted murder to me. This is assault with a deadly weapon. I mean, you can't chop and off somebody's the hand. the fact that there is no justice system to even accuse the man of chopping off your hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen. This poor guy has one hand, guys. Wait. One in, hand. In, oh, in Cameroon, there's unemployment, there's hunger, even getting a job is hard. Excuse you, let me not say, let me ask you, would you hire that man with one hand? <laughs> I'm we so should, sorry. but we don't. Lini, this is a, a good story. You found. It's a good one. Good one in terms of it ties with, you know, the story with by coffee from Ghana, talking about mob justice. And sometimes you can see that there is madness in mob yeah, justice. There is. Mob justice, for some reason, is prominent in West Africa. It does. It's not that it doesn't happen in other places, but for some reason, West Africa takes the trophy yeah for mob justice i mean if it happens somewhere else so rapidly please let us know because i do know like when you come to islamic laws and stuff people say like stoning people and adultery and stuff i don't know if that still happens that way but probably people you want to you know defy that's okay let us know we're just saying from what we you know what we know because we are west africans we grew up there and it was madness they would burn people you know i mean and the other time lini we saw one where someone was killed because he stole a door no yeah no that guys i mean it a door i mean hey, open and closed door can i ask a question you two going to steal door okay? <laughs> <laughs> like what are you stealing a door for and then why would you kill a whole person because he stole a door, a door? like that take, sounds like, to me like mental issues back. it sounds like mental issues like was this guy was someone dying like and they don't ask you questions I mean, this happens. T4, this can... T4, T4. That's how it starts. You see that right there? That's 911. That's it. T4, or T4. Listen, if you ever, listen, foreigners, go to West Africa and let in. Let don't try tapping someone's let shoulder someone, when they don't know you. Listen, let someone don't. get angry with you and say, T4. Listen, before they say, oh. <laughs> How you took and arrived that country in Africa is how you should be wondering how to come back. And then the worst is when you put your hand around someone. It looks like they are pocket, and then they hold your hand and put it like around your pocket, like you were trying to put your hand in there. And it's always tearful. And guys, don't think like it hurts. No, I mean you can be caught and burned, and it's all over in like twenty minutes. Like it's Yeah. yeah, you have willing participants in murder. And I'm like, they try to justify, and I'm like, this is vigilantism. We can't move around doing jungle justice. That's, that's nuts. You can't do that. And half of the people, I feel like half of the people perpetuating jungle justice need to be jungle justice <laughs> themselves. <laughs> there are probably thieves in there, liars. <sighs> you know what? Some other topic. All Guys, right. so, let me know if we a whole topic dedicated to this because I can talk. Yeah. Jungle justice, that seems to be a good one. Yeah. Right. Now, there was another story. There was another story. This story was from, I believe, from Chad. And um, it was pretty much this boy and girl were humiliated on the street because 
they were having uh, you know intimate relations oh. in the car mm-hmm. and they parked under a tree somewhere mm-hmm. and they were you know doing their thing at thingy and someone saw them and alerted the public why not just mind your business alerted the public and they came there and they humiliated them you know like recording them and you know like oh you guys are doing you know bad fashion like, isn't it what you're doing thing, too uh in public and so the guy was like is his car and, <laughs> and they were behind a tree <laughs> but can i ask a question well was it his land <laughs> i mean we are talking of really conservative you know yeah. cultures and places guys you need to understand it's not like sex is not something you just move around just you know talking and throwing in people's faces so to them it's like well someone saw you get a room in africa if the night if we could make it darker <laughs> people make it darker to us that means if people Listen, could think people don't have sex if you could just sleep and just have the sex in your dreams in your dreams and i think most african communities would choose that they choose to be naive about it so this guy was just really humiliated i saw the video the girl was like holding clothes against her breast and i was just like this is this is against their human rights isn't that against their human rights but again let's remember we are in a place where almost culture and it, to break the barriers of culture yeah, is really it's hard almost like going through that is it's almost impossible because when I heard this story, that's why I was like, hey, just mind your business. But again, I think of the time and I'm like, was this his lad? Because y'all, like, bruh. <sighs> I think he needs to meet that guy that tried to pick up the pair. And they just need to, <laughs> like, this true story, they just need, yeah. And the guy, the, I don't know, the one about the door too. It, I mean, it's just some silly stuff that people poke their nose into and you're just like really you would kill some and i mean guys when we say pear americans avocado oh yeah sorry we are talking of avocado someone's hand was chopped off because he i don't know looked or admired or had a look like he was gonna pick it up if he was taking stealing the avocado he sounds like he wasn't when this when he explains it i know exactly what he's saying like you know school like students used to walk back home and they'll just speak mangoes and guavas like it kind of sounds like so, that i'm telling you when you're traveling to africa you know this thing where you're like oh that's cute pick it up listen y'all no don't no, do that don't do that just ignore it trust me it's for your safety just a clue thank us later <laughs> thank us later guys but anyways this uh, yes I, I the feel- segment for top stories around the world there it goes if you have more <laughs> let us know and we'll find another time to do this this was fun actually it was. but moving to our next segment next and final is it hand clap drum roll yes so we are going to questions to the host Ooh. so we have six questions guys okay okay Lini, ready mm-hmm. the first question is from maureen mm-hmm. um this is like a teapot faith you know mm-hmm. from maureen she's from cameroon and she asked how did we come up with the idea of the podcast I'm going to answer that. Oh, well, I have my answer, but I want to hear what you want to answer. Um, I, I did season one by myself, vocally, in terms of sitting there and, talk, and speaking. It was just me, Exy. But around midway through season one, Lini was like, pretty much, she would come up like, did you record? What are you talking about? And then I'll always run like my ideas with her. So sometimes I'm recording, she's sitting there. Like she was always like lurking in the shadows. 
behind, you know, and she would always like proofread. And when I edit, she would listen. Sometimes she would have to listen to it like three times, actually, right? The fun all day, guys. Exactly. So she was pretty much there. She was like always like, oh, Anna, did you post today on Instagram? Blah, blah, blah. So she was there. She was already writing and contributing. And so I think the more she did it, the more comfortable she got. And then she co-hosted some episodes with me and so season two when I was like, please, let's do this so that I can be interactive. I don't want to be talking by myself, you know, and I don't know if she really said yes. Did you? I don't know if the next day I found a microphone <laughs> shoved on my T-shirt and I found myself talking on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, I think to me, I think this is how we started. Edna has a different, she does, that version is pretty much true. But I feel like this is the part X you went to won't tell you. But I have the scoop. <laughs> oh Lord! Growing up, Edna has always had had the dream of popping my eardrums <laughs> open with all her stories, her and passions, findings. her findings, and we were just like, why not look for a way to tell everybody what you want to say? Cause guys, <laughs> I would literally listen to the stories <laughs> for hours. She had always been passionate. She always had things. She always had the daring spirit of going out for stories. I, I was like, okay. That part is true. Right from school. So, That's true. We, we, okay, I finally had it. And she had this idea. I didn't think she'll go through with it because she's had a bun. She's never gone through with. <laughs> and then one day she comes home and she's like, I created a podcast. Yeah, I think Derek actually yeah, helped me do that. that. I created a podcast thing and I thought she was lying. But she pulled it up and I'm like, oh okay if you listen from the first episode till now you will realize the podcast has gone through like an evolution of finding what it's about or finding its identity and i think it's still going through that her and then after that is like what she said getting me on board and getting me to join her because you do storytelling too and writing talks more than edna (laughs) So, yeah, um, so thank you guys for listening to me ramble throughout season one by myself. But um, it was nice knowing you guys on the other side, listening though. And so, Maureen, that's how it came. But yeah, I'd always wanted this. And maybe the course of my career took a different turn here in the States. But back home, it was always about investigative journalism. And And I was always in the journalism club. Yeah. And hiding behind the trees for the little scoop. Yeah, I, I used to do that. Like, I literally... And getting bitten by mosquitoes. We would and have... ants. Sorry. <laughs> we would have little, you know, like, little fights, little riots in Cameroon. I would sneak out with my little phone to go get the story. Very little phone. Yeah. Like, you know, the the, the Samsungs and the Motorola's? <laughs> and just to hey, go... Samsung's so good, man. Yeah, I, I just mean back then. Um, <clears throat> what I used. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, guys. So I did that. Even school, you know, when kids are, you know, disgruntled about teachers or about grades, I always want to get the perspective. And then at the end, do some, read some news or something at the end of the school year or something. I, yeah, that was, that was me. So Lini is right. And I was always sneaking in, putting them in trouble. My brother, especially. Ugh. Yeah. Our heart goes out to Elmi for, for enduring. I dragged him. Oh, yeah. And that's our brother, which we hope to convince at some point. To, to get on the podcast. On the podcast. Yeah. Um, we hope so. Yeah. Well, that was a long answer. But thanks, Maureen, for, for that question. Mm-hmm. Now, question two. How do we come up with 
the topics. This is from Jinxi, and Jinxi is also from Cameroon. Thanks, Jinxi. He's also a great Hello. sponsor to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, how we come up with the topics? Just like, like I said, how it comes up. We sit and we're having conversations. Like sometimes we could be going through Instagram. That was how I found out the mom of the chopped hand. <laughs> and sometimes we just find things that were like that's a thing that happens sometimes i feel like if something surprises me wows me it's probably going to surprise or wow someone else out there and then from you guys too you guys sending a lot of stories because a lot the ones that are dedicated to personal experiences and stories are you guys that's not us so yeah yep and we try to keep it rounded we try to look for stories because it's african teapot true we'll have a lot like a lot of cameroon you know west african stories come up but that's why we have someone like winnie who um comes in and brings a fresh perspective from um you know from from east africa and other areas and regions in africa okay question three how do we respond to harsh reviews this is Derek (laughs) from USA and this is the person who like was like you need to get this podcast and he was like this was like the pro yeah podcast he's from you he's from here from the United States but this is his question how do we respond to harsh reviews and criticisms I don't know but sometimes harsh reviews are funny I actually laugh about it and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and some are just I can tell you just don't like the way we approach our topics and so sometimes this has, this is very little this it's is just like maybe a couple just you know two or approach. three and that's one thing I need people to understand if I approach a story from a sarcastic funny point of view like the one with the chopping of the hand that doesn't mean I don't understand the pain or the grievance of that man with the chopped hand but it's probably the tone I'm using to, to, to deal with it if I approach something with tears and crying and it's something you can harden your heart towards and walk in there it's just people were different so I, sometimes I feel like it's more but you can't tell me how to act to something react to something or say something right Please, guys, and let's try to be nice. You know, um, a lot of you are. These are just like a handful of reviews we've had that are like really um, out of place, I would say. Excuse me, but out of place, really um, downgrading or just, you know, breaking us in terms of what we're trying to do. And there are, there are a lot, not everything is to your taste. If it's not, it's okay. You can, you know, subscribe That's to another why... podcast. That's why we have a variety. I'm pretty sure we are not the only Cameroon African. podcast. Talk less of African. It's a whole community out there. We are in a lot of those groups. It's a whole community of African yeah, podcasters. And you know what? Sometimes it can come like a harsh review, but sometimes we can pick out the truth in there. Like, hey, why haven't you guys spoken about this? And we're like, you know what? that's true why haven't we spoken Talking about, about this so <clears throat> sometimes it's the way you put your message across you, right you you type a message in all caps red letters capitalized the, the, and then you call us names that's, maybe that's you so guys nice. are this kind of people like no you you because 
the truth is in as much as you guys have gotten to know us and we've it's kind of like we've let you into our home african teapot and we are a family we are trying to grow as a community it doesn't mean that me by myself and you kind of know my personal story so when you start you know having conversations and putting words to my personal who i am when you don't know me behind the voice that's calling me names and being insulting that's you know but I've tried not to flag and report such people, but I think I should. Someone told me I need to. And someone said, how do we deal with them? You are getting out of hand. You can't stop regardless of I what just you block say. You. We block you. If it's something that, you know, we look at and we're like, yeah, that's true. Sometimes we ask you for more. Like, what do you mean? We try to understand. We try to clarify. Sometimes we say, thank you. Thank you for the review. Thank you for whatever. But unfortunately, a few times you just, we need uh, my my emotional self can't take it and that's true we're all human so that's a block hopefully the people who are blocked don't hear this but if you do that's why you're blocked <laughs> <laughs> yep man. What's uh, okay the next question is from pascal and he's from chat and he says do we have any projects going on hell yes Yes, we do. And she's probably going to kill me for probably saying this because it's been a project for two years. Y'all, YouTube. <laughs> like, I'm even embarrassed to say that. When we tell you guys goals to achieve, like... Like, we just can't seem to kick off the YouTube. Something is holding why. us back. And we have people that are ready to jump in there with us, you know. Um, pray for us. <laughs> but again... Give us ideas if anyone's on YouTube and maybe you know how to juju, voodoo, hin- whatever, kick us Do some science. Some whatever. Or if you just have ideas or ways you think we can start off and make it interactive. I want us to have interactive. Let I don't know. want to start it or we don't want to start it. And then it's like really just not what you guys want to see. I think that's one of the holdbacks in it. And sometimes you sing, you know, but yeah, pretty much that. But that's one of the projects. But one thing that we are doing that we are really good is um, we have, I think we'll say it later, but we do support uh, Vision College. Oh. Yeah. Back home, right? Back in Cameroon. Mm-hmm. We do support that. Um, we just don't say it. Um, it's a school. Um, in Bamenda, actually, in northwest of Cameroon, and we do that because I think it's we do that without asking because we have our parents involved in it and we support as African teapot back home, but we don't really make it that big of a deal. I think we support that as you know us, but that's behind. And then we have little things that we want to do for African teapot that you guys can can have, and it's something that you guys look at and be like, Yes, um, a family member to African teapot. So we are working on that. We've been working on that for a year. <laughs> embarrassing, y'all. Embarrassing. But, but we'll get there. You know, just something that if you guys have, you're like, oh, yeah, I listen to African teapot and things like that. So we are working on that. And um, what else are we working on? Um, I can't think of a lot right I now. I can't think of a lot right now. It's kind of like, blow. Yeah, but I think we out. need to make a whole page and post it out there. So when we get so embarrassed, people can remind us about the things we yeah. failed to do. <laughs> Yeah. Next question is from Kwame from Ivory Coast, and he says, "What challenges have we faced since co-hosting?" 
Oh my God. Being told I'm a blub. <laughs> I don't say that blubbly. Okay. But again, we have a sense of sarcasm. So, oh, so yeah, trust please. me, it's so all, if it's all at fun At any games. point um, in this, Lini said something or said something, you're like, oh, that's rude. No, we just, we inherited that from our dad. Yeah, like a high sense of sarcasm. So, so it's all love. anyways, when I say blob, I just mean the fact like to make this episode, Edna is like, we are recording today. And I'm just laying there and I'm like, oh, I don't wanna... <laughs> And she's like pushing me. So when I, that's like kind of what I mean. And then we work opposite schedules, like literally opposite. Yeah, I was about saying that. She works literally 7A to 7P, and I work 7P to 7A. So yep. getting time to record is Syncing our time is really tough. And then getting, again, getting time to plan a problem. Getting time to choose a topic, a problem. Getting yep. time to record, a problem. Getting time to edit, a problem. And then when we have to have like guests, that even oh, makes it. That makes it worse. You know, like having Rini on today, that you know, because she also has her own schedule. Um, or you have you have lyrics or boric. Sometimes we just need to like break things up, and you know that's really hard. Um, and and then- that's I think that's also one reason why the YouTube is. Is taking that because YouTube you're seeing us, so we need to set up, you know, with the podcast. We just it's just the voices. It's just like, hey, you here? I don't care you're where you at. You in the kitchen, yeah. the living room? Here's a mic. Let's do it. Exactly, but with YouTube, you have to see us. You can't see me cooking and leaning on the other side doing her hair, <laughs> yeah. you know, or something. Like it just it just looks disrespectful when you're watching YouTube. You are hoping to see us concentrate and do you know enter you know entertain you pretty much that's what this is yeah you know so i think sinking our time that's a problem and picking the topics now is not so hard because i think we got to where we have like pre-picked topics yeah picking a topic was a problem before we just said you know what let's sit down and write topics that are of interest to us so we have a list of topics that we already have yeah. set and we go through and pick them Sometimes we realize some we will, some will match with like a major holiday coming up or what a month is about mm-hmm. or something or we realize a hot topic comes up and we switch it over or y'all recommend something. So changes are made. But I think that the fact that we pre-picked helped a lot. And that's why I think the once the monthly thing also helped a lot because the bi-weekly would, was just it was just crazy. We getting were tired of continually apologizing sing, to you guys yeah. for not releasing episodes because it was hard. Just and it time. was just me. It was just me at the time. Yeah. And just getting myself to do bi-weekly was difficult because I had so, a lot more so, going on with myself. I apologize to you guys who really wanted to buy weekly. I was a, a lot of you, yeah. behind the monthly because I we okay. might go back to buy weekly, but I just felt like starting off co-hosting, we needed to set smart goals, which are realistic goals, and, and then we can adjust. Was over realistic, time. which we're doing. Yeah. We are adjusting. And you know, one thing I think we need to figure out how not to talk over one another. Yeah. <laughs> That part. And then another part of co-hosting is I <clears throat> I talk like a tape recorder. You speak fast. Like, you, you guys do. don't get it. Every time I talk, I'm mentally counting the ticks in my mind. That's what I have to do to, like... Because in my day-to-day life, people who know me and are around me already are used to my 
like literally that's how i talk but i can't do that so you know i feel like that's a personal struggle for me okay well that's that for that question thanks kwame from ivory coast the last question last and not but not least can we do african movies and music reviews this is from tunde nigeria i don't know when i just saw like it was nigerian i was like yeah because <laughs> you're talking of the nigerian yeah. movies and, and music yeah if we could do reviews on that i think that would be great for the for youtube um i don't know if we could do short ones on the reels on instagram because we are trying to put reels i don't even know if you guys are noticing but i went there and saw you guys are watching I saw like 400 and something people looking at it. I'm like, well, I guess you guys are looking. But um, that looks like, that sounds like something that people want it more visual or not. Or maybe we'll try it on the podcast too. I mean, you know, we, we're but trying you things. Know, as you guys let us know family. if you guys want us to try this review on the podcast. Or they definitely would, a YouTube they would say thing. YouTube. A lot of, they would say YouTube. I mean, I'm asking for suggestions. And you know what? It's actually a fun idea because during our weekends, we binge watch African movies. movies. Lini and I do that on a Netflix, lot. on Iroko TV, on YouTube, just wherever we can find them. So it would hardly be a hardship because to be honest, we talk our way through those reviews. When we're watching them, that's literally the review. So it will actually be a fun idea if we can get it to if we can coordinate yeah and get that out and um guys you just gave us twin day you just gave us another project bro so 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 pascal here you here you go twin day gave us another project another project (laughs) so now you know it is just uh but we love you you guys saying this means it, it means a lot we love you guys we love you guys so guess what guys we've come to a wrap and i think this is the longest episode we've done all year so thank you guys for listening thank you guys for being patient and ignore all of our excesses if there are any and any pops of sound (laughs) that came here is from the laughter and (laughs) and the you know just the story in general but um great if your story didn't feature here don't be mad you know, Instagram is there. We're always so you just need to be addicted to African teapot and just keep an eye on everything. <laughs> and now we have our reels going on. I started trying putting stuff on there, and I'll do a little bit more because there is a lot from our, from us and our group of friends. So, yeah, we we'll always have something on there. So thanks, guys. Again, thanks for having Xi and myself. Thanks for yes. being part of the family. Thanks for letting us get to know you guys, and y'all have an amazing month of July. And we're going to see see you. Nope. Here. You know what? You're going to hear us next month. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. And make sure to join us for our next episode. Follow African Teapot on both Instagram and Facebook for daily inspiration and motivation. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, African Teapot podcast.